Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of the Social Spotlight on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck. These are the interviews where I ask drivers or people in the NASCAR industry about their social media use. And this is the second edition. The first one was with Austin Dillon during Daytona Speed Weeks. Up this week is Landon Castle, who is known as one of the best social media users, I think, of all the drivers. He is excellent with his communication with fans and interaction. So I wanted to ask Landon a little bit about that, his philosophy, and his favorite platform. So let's take a listen. Okay, so we are here on the Social Spotlight interview with Landon Castle, who probably is one of the most socially, I don't know, spot spotlighted drivers. Yeah, sure, that's Landon's suggested word. Landon, uh, first of all, in general, how would you describe your social media philosophy? Because you're very open. You're on most of the platforms, if not all of them. What's your general thought on that? Um, well, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a child of the internet, so um, as we all are for the most part. But I mean, there's a lot of drivers that that in this series that don't really come from my generation. I'm, you know, you're pretty typical millennial, I think. So, um, yeah, I grew up doing schoolwork on the internet, spending my time playing video games on the internet. And, and, um, I feel like internet culture is just part of my life. So I kind of just live it out that way. It's just kind of an extension of me. What was the first social media that's still in existence that you were on? I assume you were probably on MySpace at one point, but it, like a Facebook, Twitter, what were you on first? Um, Zanga was my first social media platform. <laughs> uh, can you remind me what that is? Zanga was a um, was a blog site, and uh, yeah, me and my friends had Zanga pages. I um, and we just would post daily content, I guess. <laughs> and and I mean, it, it's pretty like it's all pretty similar. Everything you know, it's just everything's kind of moved from one to the other. Um, you know, back then you would just you get home from school, log onto the internet on my computer at home, and. Um, we had dial-up internet for the longest time, and um, and uh, yeah, I'd log on to my Zanga account and make a update about something that happened at school, and then like check it every couple hours to see if anybody liked it, or because you could actually like like it back then. Um, I, don't, I, can't, I don't even remember what it was called, I, um, but uh, but yeah, you could leave comments and things like that. So you could customize your page, and it's kind of cool. So you're you're an early adopter. You're on Twitter, you're on Snapchat, uh, Instagram, I think, but your Facebook, you have somebody else do that or do you do that? Um, my Facebook is kind of a collaboration. Uh, like I do, um, the biggest thing I do on Facebook is Facebook Live um, and uh, and I scroll through my timeline a lot. I see what people comment on pages. Um, I just, I don't use like a personal Facebook page, so it's not in my like habit to be logging on to Facebook a lot. So, um, but I love Facebook live. I love that platform. So, um, I do kind of go in spurts where I'll be on Facebook an awful lot if I'm posting live content, um, uh, for Instagram. Um, I, I don't feel like I'm the best photographer and it's not like kind of in me to always stop and take pictures. So my Instagram content is kind of intermittent, but the one thing I really like about Instagram right now is Instagram live. Um, it's, the the content disappears so you literally are you know if you catch it live 
there's no rewinding you know you don't get to see the beginning of the video you're just watching it live as it happens and then as once the person logs off the live feed like that's it it's gone it just you know as the as the host you see how many people watch your video um, and then that's pretty much it so I really like Instagram live because I feel like it's a cheap and easy way to like just see what's going on out there and um, yeah snapchat's cool Twitter is kind of where I spend my most of my time uh, mainly because I think it it is uh, folded into my daily life I spend probably 75% of my time on Twitter reading the news and reading other content 25% of my time um, or even less than 25% of my time actually engaging so going back to the live stuff for a minute I, I've never actually used Instagram live one reason is what you said it disappears so I'm either using Periscope mostly Periscope or Facebook Live, why, why do you like the content that disappears or doesn't stay as opposed to the Facebook Live, which sticks around on your page? Um, I think for I think it's kind of a, a way for me to um, post unique, personal, native content on Instagram, but then not have to have that airing out for an extended period of time so um you know i think that's that's one purpose that it serves that i like about it because i because even as authentic as facebook live is um it's still to some degree a little planned out um like for instance um after the daytona 500 i did a like a, a recap where i stopped at love's travel stops and got fuel on the way home to da from the daytona 500 which was actually totally natural like there was nothing staged about that i mean i needed gas in my truck there was a love's travel stops off the interstate like i was stopping there anyways and i thought man i i've been wanting to do kind of race recaps and stuff like that um and talk to my fans so what better way to do it on facebook um so i mean in a lot of ways so that that was a very authentic post and it was a real thing that happened but it was also something that in the back of your mind i know that that content is going to stay on facebook or my intention is for it to stay on facebook and get more views and and for people to see it and and follow up with that recap we're on instagram like I can just pull my phone out walking out of the garage into the car and have literally no plan whatsoever and no idea what I'm going to do, but just fire up Instagram Live and just see who's watching. Uh, and, and the other day I was on Instagram Live and somebody that I hadn't talked to in five years that I went to high school with was like, hey, Landon. And it was like, oh, my gosh, Tyler, I haven't seen you in five years. How's it going, man? And then it just kind of sparked like a conversation. It make you think of a story. You tell somebody a quick story. And then you get to your car and you log off and it's gone. And it's really just you know um it's it's a really i feel like authentic experience between you and your viewers and and then i think it does serve a value to instagram because um a lot of people have notifications turned on on instagram and instagram you know sends out a notification that says landing castle is live and i think people you know and i'm not the one that's that's thinking this obviously i think the platforms are thinking this people can't help themselves like they have to see what's going on so um i think it's a it's kind of like free advertisement to your page it's a good way to drive people to your to your site interesting so um snapchat i feel like you're one of the people that's best at it but it doesn't sound like you love it like as much as you love twitter um have you as your love affair with snapchat sort of cooled a little bit and also um, how many people do you follow on Snapchat? 
Um, I I follow just a handful of people. Like I said, I haven't. I don't. Snapchat isn't like my primary source of um, of news, and I feel like I'm super interested in news. And so Twitter is just a really good platform for that um, for me right now. Um, but I do like watching people's snaps. Um, I think that Snapchat is really cool because they have a lot of uh, they have some pretty neat technology. I think that none of the other platforms have. Um, and I think the the facial recognition stuff um, and even like the object recognition stuff that is in their platform is is going to probably take off there that's probably what they're going to be positioning themselves to really pop here in the next couple years um especially since they've gone public they're injected with a crap load of money so um yeah i'm looking at the people i follow i follow nascar i follow lewis hamilton um a couple friends of mine um i follow jordan anderson he's a race car driver uh, gary v kim kardashian <laughs> um my sister echo um, those are just the people that have stories right now. So, um, and then I have a couple group messages with friends and, and some friends that send me snaps on a daily basis. So, um, I'll probably be going in and out of Snapchat, um, uh, you know, over the course of the year for sure. So let's talk about Twitter since you use that the most. Um, how, how often are you checking it? Is it, is it like the first thing you, you check in the morning and do you ever worry that you're looking at it too much because you know that we we hear about the the twitter vacuum i guess yeah i'm i'm probably definitely stuck in the twitter vacuum um it's definitely the first thing i check in the morning um i don't watch a lot of tv uh other than like netflix my wife and i have shows that we watch so i i i just i get all of my news i get all of my gossip i get pretty much a lot of my um social information from twitter in my Twitter timeline. So, um, like everything serious, everything humorous. I like, I follow my favorite weatherman on Twitter. Like, you know, it's just political. All this stuff is pretty much Twitter for me. So, um, I'm definitely stuck in a Twitter vacuum. If, if you have people that are giving you a hard time, are you a blocker or do you mute people or do you just ignore them? I don't block people. Um, actually, if somebody's giving me a hard time, I, like take the time to try to win them over <laughs> um and honestly it works every time like i have won over fans that like was talking so much crap and and i would just like you know engage with them and they're just they just want attention they just you know now i i could see i you know i don't have i don't get a lot of people hating on me on twitter so when i do get someone it's like oh i'm gonna see what's crawled up this guy's butt you know and make him feel better here and you know just talk to him a little bit and it always works but i mean if you're like dale jr or brad keselowski or some really polarizing figure in the sport he probably gets hundreds of those a day and um i wouldn't be doing that at that point but um you know i don't know i don't like blocking people i don't like silencing people i don't think that's i don't think that's cool but i do silence people I do mute people, um, and that's just if their timeline's annoying. So as people you follow, you mute them? Yeah, I definitely have people that I follow that I mute, and that's just because, like, I don't really want to unfollow them. Like, they're people, like, I have people that I'm friends with that, like, I just don't like their regular content, but if they tweet at me, I want to see a notification so I can engage in a conversation. So 
I just I mute them. That's my solution. But blocking people, I'm not into that. I'm not into silencing people. What What do you think the future of Twitter is? Because you hear a lot about how millennials um, don't even really like Twitter that much anymore and that most of them are just going straight to Snapchat or the younger people, at least teenagers and stuff. Um, you know, do, do you think that people will continue to go on Twitter or is it is it going to go the way of MySpace at some point? Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, you know, it's people said the same thing about Facebook, but Facebook, you know, had the strength of a billion users. And I feel like Twitter's, um, you know, they've, they've, they've kind of been up and down and, and, you know, the one thing that's tough about Twitter is are, are a lot of the bots that are on there and, and yeah, what's up with that? Do you get followed by bots and bots liking your stuff? Things like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's just, it's just weird. You don't know where it comes from. Um, I, I don't, you know, I don't really know. Like, I don't know if that's a problem with Twitter. I feel like Twitter did a good job with one of their recent algorithms. They, um, kind of made an update where like verified accounts or accounts with, you know, seemingly original content are higher up in the replies lists um of other verified accounts so um you know i think that you know got rid of a lot of the like posting pretty much (laughs) you know and and that happens seems to happen a lot on twitter but even though that's that's still still happens an awful lot so i don't really know you know it's you know twitter's a cool cool thing and you know, until for me, I, I think until I find a better place to get my news, um, you know, and to have a co- better place to get a constant stream of updates, it's it's going to be hard to find another platform. I mean, I've got almost six or seven years of time invested in this one platform um, f- for all the people that I follow. Last thing I want to talk to you about is unlike a lot of drivers, I think it's fair to say that you've built relationships and made friends with people through Twitter, fans of yours or people that you just thought had cool content who are NASCAR fans in general. Why were you willing to do that and be open about that? And has the experience doing that uh, been positive for you or have you had any negative experiences? Man, I mean, why not? I've just, uh, I'm just a regular person and i I like to get to know people and I like to know, um, I like to learn from people who have different points of view and, and have different skills. And so I've made a lot of friends online, um, that are in all kinds of industries. Um, in a lot of ways, those, those networking, those networking moves and relationships that I've built have gotten me a lot of interesting media attention and, and, um, uh, you know, opportunities and, in in uh, platforms outside of just NASCAR racing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've built a lot of genuine friendships and I've learned a lot of cool things from people. And I think that's just natural for me. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't put myself on a pedestal or anything. You know, I'm just, I'm a NASCAR driver, but kind of just like anybody else, I guess. How many people that you've met through Twitter or fans like that, would you say have your personal cell phone number? Um, probably quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, more than you could count on two hands, I think. That's interesting. So no problems with that. I mean, you haven't had any bad experiences. No, not really. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't just give it out to anybody. But, you know, what's, uh, 
how is it different having letting someone having your cell phone number than is like letting them in your direct messages like notification comes through the same way i mean shoot with snapchat you can call someone you know you can you can video call with someone i mean it's all this it's kind of you have the same capabilities um you know to me it's it's like all the same thing so there you have it that is landon castle driver of the number 34 car this year no more 38 nice and i thought that was pretty interesting particularly how close he's gotten with some fans i've met some fans who have really become friends of landon and i thought i thought that's interesting how how much a nascar driver has been willing to actually build real relationships with fans and not just you know sort of hide behind the screen or the autograph line or whatever but really interact with people and get to know them um very interesting guy thanks for listening as always and just want to give a few shout outs before we go to some of the patrons who have helped me get to the track to do these interviews that includes kim l kathy wilson dylan whitlock erica isley jacob mallard and william mashburn thank you all and the next podcast will be from las vegas motor speedway so we will talk to you then see you next time